Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU fans, need a car for a deal sure to make you rise and shout? Visit Kengar Volkswagen on University Parkway or KengarVolkswagen.com. We hear you after one quarter of plate. Zeros on the board, Cougars and Wildcats. BYU with 50 total yards in the first quarter to Arizona's 71. They get their 71 on 21 plays. BYU gets 50 yards on 11 plays. BYU 18 rushing, Arizona 20 on the ground. BYU 32 passing and 50 for the Wildcats. So... Just a so-so start for both sides as we get this 2018 college football season underway. Troy Warner will get his first defensive snaps, I believe, of this game as he checks in at safety for Austin Lee. So Warner and Galmoliku will be the safeties as the Cougars come back out on defense. Corners are Shelton and Wilcox. Taki Taki, Pau'u and Anderson remain your linebackers up top. You've got Al-Bakri, Tonga, Kalfusi, and Peely. So more or less a starting 11 defensively for BYU, but for Troy Warner in, in place of Austin Lee. Khalil Tate at quarterback for Arizona. First, uh, second and seven, beg your pardon. Second and seven back at the Arizona 14-yard line on the first play of quarter number two. J.J. Taylor is the running back to the left of Tate. He's got a single wide to the right, double wide left. Tight end setting up on the right. Tight end is Bryce Wolma, who was a freshman All-American last year. He was on the McKay watch list this year. Tate in the gun. Second and seven. Arizona coming right to left here in the second quarter. As a play fake sends Tate to his left, throws deep down the middle, and it is batted away. Nicely done by Michael Shelton. Shelton staying with Devon Cooper and breaking up the pass at around the 40-yard line of BYU. That ball was in the air a long time. And Shelton watched it all the way to the receiver's hands and smacked it away. And so Tate, after opening up six for six, passing is now one for his last five through the air. And see, that was another ball he probably shouldn't have thrown. It was well covered all the way. His guy didn't have much chance to outrun the defender to get to it. And so uh, Shelton did a great job. First big field position down for BYU here. Third down and seven for Arizona. Back at their own 14-yard line. Twins to either side for Tate. Tate sets up and airmails it down the far boundary. And it is incomplete. Well over the head of the intended receiver, J.J. Taylor, on the wheel. And so on fourth and seven, Arizona punting it away near its goal line. And now we see a field position flip and BYU the beneficiary or what should be the beneficiary is Michael Shelton who made a nice pass break up to begin that defensive series will now back into punt return position for BYU the Cal grad transfer Dylan Klump at the goal line gets it away with some pressure and a short wobbler with a good bounce for Arizona running up to it Shelton and he is hit immediately upon receipt of the ball and so it's a fine punt by Klump and BYU will be first down and 10 at the Cougar 41-yard line. So Tanner Mangum and the O out on the field for the third time this evening. Well, Shelton did a great job to not allow that ball to keep bouncing. And so, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of a wind coming across the field. But when you do that, you just have to make sure that's all you're going to do. So he grabbed the football, doubled over it, and went to the ground. And uh, that way he was able to prevent that ball from rolling any further. Mangum under center. A wing tight to the right. In Canada, the lone setback. 
Wides to either side for Mangum. They motion Pau'u. They give it fly sweep and it opens up for Neal. Neal to the 45, 48, 49. Gain of eight for Neal Pau'u. Isaiah Hayes makes the tackle for Arizona. I thought he waited just a little too long to turn that up. He had wide open spaces out there. And he could have gotten straight up with that safety a little bit quicker. And that time, then you have a chance to make a move and beat him. Well, we're already seeing that Jeff Graham Grimes favors motion and fly sweep as one as an, a key element of his package. Yeah. 49-yard line of BYU, second down and two. We're one minute into quarter number two of a scoreless game. They split out Moroni Laulu Putu Town to a wide position right. Tanner takes a five-step and throws it right. Complete. Pau'u. And first down. He moved the chains. He's held up and forced back, but he advanced past the yard to gain by a couple of yards to the 47 of Arizona. It's a first down. Tristan Cooper making the tackle for Arizona. So Neil Pau'u receives a handoff on a fly sweep, takes the short pass right on the next down, and BYU's moved the chains into Arizona territory. At the Wildcat 47, 13.35 to go until halftime. First and 10, Cougs 0-0. Hifo, wide left. Davis, wide right, high backs now, El Bakri and Canada behind Tanner Mangum. They started unbalanced, moved Christensen to left tackle, and after that, hand off to the deep back, Canada. Canada feeling his way forward and gets a good lean for five. It'll be second down and five, BYU, Tony Fields, the tackle for Arizona. Fields, Schooler, and Wilborn are the three sophomore linebackers for Arizona, and they were all three of them freshman All-Americans last year as they started alongside each other at linebacker. Yeah, they're young on that uh, defensive unit, but they're young and good, so they have a chance to really develop into being really good players. Second and five at the Arizona 42-yard line. Shuffling in the backfield is Al Bakri. Stays put as the handoff goes to Squally. Big hole for Canada and had the first down and appeared to have a lot more, but then it was just a little more. He needed five, and he got six. It'll be first down and ten for BYU inside the 40 of Arizona. To the 37-yard line. So move the chains again. And Squally Canada's been among the most reliable go-to guys tonight, Mark, for uh, for Tanner Mangum. Big opening in that line that time, and Squally uh, accelerated through there so quickly. And I thought he was going to have a chance to make a move on the safety, but I saw that a linebacker also had a hold of his foot. High backs again, El Bakri in Canada. Wides to either side. Tight end right. Shuffling as El Bakri. Canada picks up a blitzer as Mangum goes for the end zone. It is in the air and just beyond the outstretched hands of Aleva Hifo down the far sideline. Right choice. Uh, boy, Aleva Hifo came off, uh, got onto that cornerback in a hurry, and uh, he just ran by him as the ball was in the air. But the ball was just an extra yard too far. So the last time BYU misfired on a first down deep shot, the next two downs didn't go the right place. Let's see what happens now. They couldn't get it over the top on first down and 10. Now second and 10 from the 37. Mangum shotgun. Squally right hip. Twins to the right. They fake Squally left and swing and throw right incomplete for Simon. Simon well defended and the ball batted away. It's incomplete now to third down and 10. That's that short pass game, which I thought was a good call that time. Uh, But maybe I think the inside receiver might have had an opportunity. But at the time that Tanner wanted to throw, he had a defender in front of him. If he waits one count, he has a chance to break open. It's only BYU's third timeout for BYU with 11.54 to go till halftime. It's only BYU's third third down. BYU 
But First half. it's third and 10, on third and 12, and third and 13. Those are the three third downs BYU's had tonight. They take a timeout, and we'll take it right with them. 11.54 to go until halftime. 0-0, zero, zero, Arizona and BYU. The Cougars facing third and long after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, BYU fans, at StubHub, every Cougar ticket is 100% guaranteed, and you'll find the best selection of Cougar tickets anywhere. StubHub, be there. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of the BYU Cougars. 11.54 to go until halftime. 0-0, Arizona and BYU. Cougars facing a third down and 10 at the Arizona 37-yard line. Now, with Skylar Southam, 54 yards is not out of the realm of possibility. Would they think of that kind of if they consider it risk, risk at this stage of the game. We shall yeah. maybe find out here if they get nothing here on third down. But they're, they've got a guy that can do it from there. And it's been 12 years since BYU kicked a field goal of 50 yards or longer. So it's not exactly likely to happen based on history of the last 10-plus years. But they've got a guy who's good from longer distances. But this would still be rather lengthy. 37 right now the spot. The third and 10, though, so there's time to yeah. pick something up here. All right, it'll be Shumway Davis Laulu Pututau as trips to the right. Hifo the single wide left, and Canada the lone setback to the right hip of Tanner Mangum. So the wide side with the trips is to the right of Tanner as BYU goes left to right here in the second quarter. 0-0, big down here, third down and 10. They motion out Canada for empty. Twins left, trips right, snap Tanner. Sets and fires complete to the crosser. 35-30, 25-20. Hefo 15, takes a rock, stays on his feet inside the 10. It's first and goal for BYU. It's a 30-yard gainer. Mangum to Hefo, wide open across the middle, and BYU's in business first and goal. So all that shifting that time really confused Arizona's defense as Squally goes out to the wide out, and then Hefo comes underneath on the crossing route. Tanner does a nice job of uh, staying away from any pressure, delivers a strike, and then Hefo showed great speed to get upfield. 30 yards on the completion. Simon left, Pau right. Ibax, Albacri, and Canada. They motion Neal. Stops in the backfield. Back to his right. Snaps Tanner under center. Stretch handoff Squally. Squally lowers the helmet inside the five. Ooh. Drives it to the three to the two. It's a five-yard gain for Squally. Canada's second and goal from the two, and that was a pile pusher. Yeah, I thought he would, should have been one hole further to the left, but boy, he popped through that tight spot and was able to take on the linebacker head up. And driving back for a, a good gain on first down. Demetrius Flanagan fouls the tackle. Inside the three to the two. Second and goal for BYU at the two. Looking to open up on top. 10.35 to go until halftime. Offset eye. Albacri and Canada. Tanner under center. Tight formation. Handoff Squally. No, no it was to the other player. It, they gave it to Hefo on the fly sweep. So as he uh, flag flies, as Canada had the whole middle, they gave it to the fly sweeper, Hefo, and Hefo was stopped shy of the goal line on a flag flip. Holding number 99, defense. That penalty will be enforced. Half the distance to the goal. Automatic Still first. Second down. Oh, defensive holding? I thought defensive holding was automatic first. Well, that turns out to be a good thing for BYU. So to get a defensive holding, one of the linemen uh, 
pulls on a blocker so that he can't get to the second level to get to a linebacker. And in doing so, he reduces that chance for him to make a block. El Bakri in Canada in the eye. Mangum under center from the one-yard line. Goal to go for BYU. Tight formation, straight handoff, Squally, and wide open off tackle right into the end zone. Oh, Canada! And the Cougars open on top. It's 6-0 with 9.58 to go until halftime. Boy, a couple big plays in the drive. Uh, BYU's offense to score that touchdown. You're right, Greg. It was wide open. And El Bakri turned out to kick the man out. They had a double team with the tight end to keep him uh, at the line of scrimmage. And El Canada did a great job to just take it in for the score. All that was set up by that punt that Arizona had to kick at the 10-yard line. Gavin Fowler will hold. Mitch Harris will snap. And Skyler Southam is on to score his first point as a BYU Cougar. The snap, the hold, the kick, and it is up and good. Skyler Southam with the PAT, and BYU's on top. Seven to nothing. And since 2005, BYU 78 and 12 when they score first. And they've scored first. And timeout on the field. BYU 7, Arizona 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Top 25 action, only one game currently going on. Number one, Alabama taking on Louisville. Just under two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It is all Crimson Tide, 51-14 in favor of Alabama. Now back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Shep, thank you. BYU scoring first on a 59-yard touchdown drive. 4.38 off the clock. Nine plays, a one-yard Squally Canada touchdown run to put it in for BYU and Mitchell Jurgens, your impressions of a Jeff Grimes offense so far? Yeah, if it's any indication of uh, kind of what the season's going to look like, I think Squally Canada is going to play a huge role for the Cougars uh, this season. He's running hard. He's catching balls out of the backfield, which we haven't seen too much of before. So I think uh, this is a, a big year for Squally in this offense. Mitchell, thank you. That's Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Squally Canada, the active leader in career touchdowns for this current BYU roster coming into the season with eight. Give him nine touchdowns after opening up from one yard out. Seven nothing. 9.58 to go till halftime. Mickelson on the kickoff from left to right. Skies it to the goal line and J.J. Taylor from the goal line outside the 10 to the 15 to the 20 and he stopped at about the place he was last time. 22-23 yard lines. The BYU defense back out and Khalil Tate to this point. A modest 7 for 12. 50 yards. And still in negative rushing. Three carries minus four. This is a guy that lit things up last year. He averaged 100. He was averaging 100 plus yards per game on the ground. Ended up with 1,400 yards and only 11 starts last well, year. So far, he's really working on playing quarterback. And uh, if they turn him loose to where he's uh, able to just be a little bit more free, that's when we'll see a little more of his ability. Gary Brightwell is the tailback as Tate play actions Brightwell and swings it to Shun Brown near side. Brown makes the catch and makes tackle miss and gets all the way out to the 34-yard line. First down for Arizona. A gain of 10 and nearly 11 for Shun Brown. Yeah, made a bunch of people miss, didn't he? Troy Warner finally brought that play to an end for BYU. But they moved the chains on first down after the 34. First and 10, Arizona at the 34. Ball near hashes as they go right to left. The handoff to Brightwell and Brightwell shot a gap and they they had to hang on 
as Brightwell took it to the second level for a gain of six. Zane Anderson, the tackle for BYU. Now Brightwell's a little bigger. He's six, one, and 203, but he's awfully quick. Boy, he gets through that line in a hurry. Same play. And again, Brightwell. And this on second and three, maybe a yard short as Kyrus Tonga plugged the gap. That's something he can do. And it'll be third down and short. And they've been no huddle most of this first half here. About a half yard to go. Third down, less than a yard. And they've been keeping Tate and shotgun the whole way. So wing back and two wides left. Single tailback is Brightwell to the right of Tate. Third and less than a yard. Tate keeps this time. Jukes sidesteps, comes near boundary, and steps out after a gain of three, needing one. Strung it out, strung it out, flag yeah. flies, and BYU saying hold. Or a block or no, in the back. Block in the back on one of the tacklers coming to the near sideline. Yeah. That's my guess. I, I thought it was a block in the back. I thought the hold was a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. All right, Scott Campbell will make the call here. Holding. Holding. Great team. Offense. Ten-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. Still third down. Cedric Peterson on the hold, a wide receiver on the edge. Third penalty against Arizona. Third penalty in all holding against Arizona. That goes from third and one to third and nine. Third and less than one, really. That was third and very pickupable. And now it's third and nine with 8.30 to go till halftime. Back at the uh, Arizona 35-yard line. Tate shotgun. Has it back to his left. Takes a three-step drop. Pocket closes in a hurry, dumps it out, and it's caught for a first down to the BYU 45-yard line. Crossing deep with Stanley Berryhill the third, and Berryhill makes the catch into BYU territory. That surprises me. Uh, It looked as though that was man-to-man defense, especially on the edges. Maybe it was a zone in the middle. 46 of BYU. Handoff Tate to Brightwell. For a gain of only a couple to about the 43 of BYU. Isaiah Armstrong is subbed in on defense for BYU as a safety. Yeah. So it's Armstrong and Gonwoloku now. Austin Lee's not come back in after Warner left, I don't think, or has he? Either way, they've gone to another safety. They just took Warner out. Yep. So it's Armstrong in, Tate in gun, dumps it across the middle. Nice breakup. Swatted away, covering well with Zane Anderson. Anderson right with Barry, who made the catch a moment ago. And that came on second and eight. So third down and eight now for Arizona at the BYU 44-yard line. 7.34 to go until halftime. BYU 7 and Arizona no score. Those are, that's one of Arizona's favorite plays. They line up in this uh, twins on both sides, and they bring that inside receiver right off inside against the linebacker. It's an easy throw, easy catch, but Anderson did a great job to break it up. Shotgun with split backs, including a tight end as one of the backs. And on a short drop, Khalil Tate on third down and eight. Is flushed to his right, looking downfield, looking downfield, throwing, open man, caught. 25-20, Poindexter inside the 20, 15-12, 11-yard line. Tons of time for Tate, picked out his man and found Poindexter for the big gainer. Yeah, BYU uh, tried to fight through a double team to get pressure onto Tate, but he had too much time, but he was on the move when he made that throw, and it was a very accurate throw to Poindexter, even though he was on the run. Mass substitutions for BYU as they go with a double wide receiver stack to the left for Tate, gives to the back middle, and Pau puts a pop on the runner at the 9, the 8-yard line. That's Gary Brightwell. Brightwell with this series 
in place of Taylor. Taylor's the marquee back, but Brightwell getting a lot of work in this series. 6.45 to go till halftime. BYU 7, Arizona nothing. And the Wildcats looking at a second and eight from the nine. That was one of those Butch Pops. Nice job, Butch, to hit him hard. Shotgun for Tate. Back to his right hip. Wing back to the right. Double wides left. Snap Khalil. Gives Brightwell. Brightwell runs into the line and not much doing. Maybe a yard or two to the seven or six. Third down and five from the six. We're seeing seeing quite a few substitutions uh, on this defense. I wonder if this is going to keep up in the second half. We're seeing a lot of guys, twos and threes, all playing. Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. Just yards away from where this snap will take place on third down and five at the BYU 6. Khalil Tate shotgun with uh, with Gary Brightwell to his left. Straight back drop. Righty settles to throw. Now on the run to his left, looking to the end zone, looking, dumping it to the sideline, caught but out of bounds. He threw it to Brightwell, who was out of bounds. So it's fourth and five from the six. And what will Kevin Sumlin choose to do here? Field goal unit in. They've already missed one field goal. It was a longer field goal, 42 to 43. This will be about 23 yards and almost directly between the hashes. So a chance for the Wildcats to get on the board, but BYU should still lead presuming they go through and carry through with the uh, field goal attempt. It is Lucas Havrasik, who's 0-for-1 tonight, to try what is just a little bit longer than a PAT. The hold will be at the 14 for a 24-yard field goal. Kick is up, and kick is through for three. Arizona's on the board. BYU still got the lead, though. 7-3, 5.39 to go till halftime. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU fans, Utah Community Credit Union is the number one mortgage provider in Utah Valley with home buying experts at work in every branch. So if you're thinking of buying or refinancing a home, talk to us. It's what we do. BYU with a 7-3 lead over Arizona after a 71-yard Wildcat drive took 13 off the clock. It was 10 plays, ending in a 24-yard Lucas Havrasik field goal. And Havrasik will kick off. Get the ball back to BYU. Greg Grubel and Mark Lyons with you here in our broadcast booth location. High above the field here at Arizona Stadium. And down on the field is our new sideline guy, Mitchell Jurgens, getting his first reps in on the headset tonight. Arizona's run a couple of long drives. Ten plays, 14 plays. Uh, this early in the season, that's kind of difficult to do. They've had uh, three holding penalties but and and kind of pushed them back a couple times. But uh, they've their execution part of playing football, the no offsides, false starts, uh, I think that they're doing a pretty good job as far as being prepared for this game. First chance to see Matt Hadley back on the field in this role as the off-returner on kickoff. So Aleva Hifo at the goal line near us and Matt Hadley at the five yard line away from us as the off returner. Kickoff coming from Habersick from right to left. Ball's in the air and this is not returnable. Man, he's got a leg. Blasted that through the end zone. Man, alive. 5.39 to go in the first half. Low scoring first half. 7-3. BYU leads it. Squally Canada with his ninth career touchdown and a one yard touchdown run. Tanner Mangum's led the offense from the start. You see Jeff Grimes out there. Jeff confirming for us this week on the coordinator's corner. He would be an on-field play caller. He's only spent 
like mere minutes in the booth in his coaching career, and he likes it on the field where he says, tongue only somewhat in cheek. I can put my hands on the guys. <laughs> Mangum, Mangum's under center. Canada is the setback. Haven't seen Lopini Katoa yet tonight. The handoff to Squally. Squally's been plenty good. And Squally just keeps the legs churning off tackle right. Love that blow fight that, from Squally. So a three-yard gain to near four for Squally running right. Double tight. Two wide outs to the top of the field. And they run back to this uh, tight end side. So uh, they're just trying to make sure that they're just trying to get a man-on-man block and get Squally to pop through there clean. Those backs available for BYU include Riley Burt and Lopini Katoa and the backup fullback Darius McFarland, but it's been Squally all the way into good effect. Second and six, give him four in that last run. Again, he's straight behind Mangum. Mangum audibles with a play clock down to seven. Tight formation, stretch Squally. Nice blocking. Squally tripped up. Ooh. To the right side. It's a gain of maybe two or three. It looked like it was going to go a little ways for Squally, but just got his feet slapped as he had his hand on his lineman pushing him in front of him. Yeah. And uh, somebody got him along the shoelaces and kept that from getting to the marker. Sets up a third down and two. I think he might, tripped. This might be the first third and short that BYU's yeah. had tonight. They've had third and ten, third and twelve, third and thirteen. So finally, a third and manageable for BYU, but they're at their own 33-yard line. Big chance here. Keep the chains moving. Keep momentum on BYU's side. Ibax El Bakri Canada. Tight ends left and right, single wide left. Mangum under center. They go back to Squally. Squally hesitates for a moment, and I don't know if he got there. No, he didn't. They're putting it right oh, look, at the he's right on It's the a line. good mark. It's a good mark. Yeah. Is oh, the nose of the ball going to be enough? They both moved back that little bit that they. Let's see where they put it. Fourth. Just needed a little more of a push, and it's going to be fourth. It's fourth and inches. Yeah, yeah, it's more than a more, more like a quarter of a yard. Ah. Yeah, Squally wants to go for it, but he had his chance last down to get it. Yeah, he lost his feet. Third the one and two. That, the Could one not that move it on third and two. Punt team on. Sean Brown is back. Brett Allman to kick it away for BYU. Rugby look to the right. Low wobbler skips down the field. Will bounce inside the 25. It'll be deadened at the 23-yard line. Arizona first down and 10. The first manageable third down of the night is not converted by BYU. As Canada needing two yards, got one and three quarter. Timeout. 3:19 to go till halftime. BYU seven, Arizona three on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let us pause. Ten seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. 319 to go until halftime. BYU 7, Arizona 3. Cougars punting it away after their last possession. Khalil Tate and the Wildcats start this drive at their own 23-yard line. They come from our right to our left here at, Wild, at Arizona Stadium. Not a capacity, but a very large opening night crowd for Arizona football, home to BYU. As the Cougars and Wildcats open the season against one another for the fourth time in the last 12 seasons. Gary Brightwell has done more running than uh, A.J. Yeah. Taylor tonight, or as much running as Taylor, as Brightwell stays in at tailback with Khalil Tate shotgun. And Tate still at minus rushing yards on the night, minus two on four carries. Given the go-ahead with tight twins left and 
spread twins to the right. Hand off to Brightwell, and Brightwell Ooh. runs into Corbin Kofusi, yeah. who shoved him back after a gain of two. He got to the 25, and then Kofusi got to Brightwell, and that was the end of that. Yeah, exactly. He looked like he was going to get through the line. He rolled out of there, and there's Kofusi, square shot right in the numbers. Tate in the gun, and Tate in the gun is how every play starts. Tail back to the right hip is still Brightwell. And again, it's Brightwell. And again, middle. This time the push shoots Brightwell out of the pile and out to the 30-yard line. A gain of five. It'll be third down and three for Arizona. <laughs> Butch Pau with the stop for BYU. So the Cougars couldn't convert third and two a moment ago. We'll see how Arizona does now on third down and three with 2.30 to go until halftime. So time of consideration here as we approach the intermission of a low-scoring first half. Shotgun for Khalil Tate. Receives the snap. Backpedals, stops at the 20, deep down the middle. And receiver has a step, a push, and a flag may come. Yes, it does. The official right around it wouldn't throw it, but the side judge did. It'll be pass interference. And again on Wilcox. Uh, I, this time he just has to keep his hands off. He has to find the football. You get in that panic mode when uh, you think that that defender, I mean the receiver is behind you. And uh, so you think you have to reach out there before it's there. Another deep shot P.I. against BYU. Yeah, he reached out and grabbed just a little bit too early. 2.14 to go till halftime. BYU 7, Arizona 3. J.J. Taylor's back in a running back now for the Wildcats. BYU territory at the 49-yard line. Snap Tate. Short drop, and again deep down the near sideline, and it is incomplete down the boundary. Cedric Peterson was the intended receiver, and running with him was D'Angelo Mandel. So they've gotten to D'Angelo Mandel on the cornerback depth chart as no Bo Tanner tonight. And Chris Wilcox has a couple of P.I.s. And now they're going to bring in Heron for Mandel. And there might have been, yep, BYU had 12 on the field. I don't think they got Mandel off in time. This will likely be too many men on the field, Mark. Is that how you saw it? That's it, exactly, Greg. And they're all talking it over on the sideline while the play, they just didn't recognize the play was already getting set up and ready to be run. There's going to be an extra guy. Even though he's not a participant in the, the play, they were both off to the sideline. Illegal substitution. Defense. More than 11 players on the field. Five-yard penalty from the previous spot. Still second down. So back-to-back penalties in the defensive backfield for BYU. Second down, five for Arizona at the BYU 49-yard line. Snap to Tate. Back pedals to his 40. Wings it well over the head of the intended receiver. Just a misfire by Tate. The fans starting to be a little grumblesome, I think, in the crowd here at Arizona State. He's not been terribly accurate since the first drive of the game. He opened up 6-for-6, six six, has since 4-for-13. Yeah. Look, they're already set up to and run the next back play. To go huddle, no huddle quickly, as Taylor's held on a third down and five around the shoulder pads and only got three. So they tried to go quick, and they did, but it'll be fourth down and two now from the 41 of BYU. 
too long for a field goal, and they may just say we're going to keep the offense on the field with 142 to go till halftime. What do you think? Looks like yeah, it. Looks like it. So fourth and two, Arizona Stay on at the side. BYU 41-yard line. The Cougars with a stop here will get the ball back in time to do something before halftime. 90 seconds to go till the break. BYU 7, Arizona 3. Fourth and two at the BYU 46. They're going to try and draw BYU. Yeah. Timeout, Arizona. They'll talk it over. Timeout. Fourth and two Arizona. from the BYU 41. will stay right here. 30-second timeout. 1.22 remaining in the first half. So BYU did well after some defensive confusion on the play previous to stay tight and not let Taylor pick up the first down well, on that third down and short. thing interesting, I think, about uh, Khalil Tate is that his crossing receiver underneath has been open quite a few times tonight, but he wants to throw for the home run. He keeps going for that big ball, and uh, he's been pretty close on a few of those throws, but this last one that uh, he just overshot everybody again. So when he really guns it, kind of kind of gets his legs under him and really rifles it. It looks like it sails on him. It's going to be overthrown. We'll see how BYU plays this fourth town and if it ends up being a UCCU smart decision. Utah Community Credit Union helping people make smart decisions every day. Smart financial decisions. Lock in a low fixed rate on a home equity line of credit with no closing fees. To learn more, visit UCCU.com. Tate in the gun. Fourth and two at the 46 of BYU. Tate's going to run it. They're empty for Tate. Quarterback draw. Hesitates. Comes near side. Does he get there? He... Does a flag flies? It's roughing on the sideline. I think they shoved him out of bounds. He got the first down by a yard, and then I think there was something after the play, and a flag flew. So this one had 15 yards to the end of the run. And so Arizona before halftime, a chance to really put a dent in what BYU's got to feel pretty good about. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness, number 90, defense. That 15-yard penalty we tacked on to the end of the run, automatic, first down. Well, first of all, when they put the cluster out there to the far side, you had to know that they were going to just turn Tate loose, let him run to wherever he wanted to go. So uh, I thought BYU might have wanted to maybe step out an extra step to not allow him have that edge. But he's so quick, he's hard to... He's hard to contain. 28-yard line of BYU, first and 10, Arizona. Penalties, a big part of this drive for Arizona. BYU penalties. They've got five here in the first half. Shotgun Tate, put it in the back of the belly, pulls it away. Does Tate, runs through a tackle, comes down the near sideline, inside the 20 to the 18, another first down. A BYU tackler swung and missed on Tate, and Tate took it down the sideline for a first down to the 18-yard line. Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. This Tate, was uh, he's been trying to be a quarterback most of this game, but right now he thinks I'm going to take over on this drive and I'm going to run it in. Taylor to the right side of Tate, who's in the gun on first and 10 from the BYU 18, 109 to go till halftime. Tate gives to Taylor. Taylor runs past Taki Taki, runs into Pau, and Pau throws him down. 15-yard line, gain of three, clock running. Will Arizona choose to stop it? They have two timeouts left. 55 seconds to go. They're no huddling. They're back to the line, but not with as nearly as much intensity as they had before. Now they call timeouts. So they do stop it. 56 seconds to go till halftime. Arizona takes its second of three timeouts. BYU not able to convert on a third and two, which followed a play in which Canada appeared to run over his own lineman yeah. on a play that was well blocked to the right. BYU could have expected a first down on that play. Didn't get it. On a third and two, didn't get it. Punted away and have committed two big penalties in this drive to allow Arizona to get deep into BYU territory. And so it is with 56 seconds to go before halftime. A third and two failure has spawned what we've seen ensuing for the Wildcats 
And they're now second and seven from the BYU 15, trailing at seven to, uh, seven to three. And uh, on another third down that wasn't going to be converted, uh, Arizona ended up with that, uh, getting a pass interference call against BYU, uh, which gave them another 15 yards to allow them to cross midfield. BYU fans with convenient locations in Provo, Linden, and Spanish Fork, the Pizza Factory is the perfect place for your next pregame or postgame meal. The Pizza Factory, made by locals, loved by locals. All in all, not a bad first half. Yeah, I know. Of uh, year number, uh, the first game of year number three of the Kalani Satake era. Not overwhelming for BYU offensively by any stretch. 117 yards and seven points. And usually the first games with new OCs under BYU have been lower scoring in the last 15 plus years. But defensively, where BYU's been very good. But for those miscues on PIs primarily, been pretty solid. Arizona to 179 yards, only 66 rushing, and they led the nation in yards per rush last year. Shotgun for Tate on second and seven from the 15. Ball near hash. Wildcats right to left. Trips to the right. A play fake, a throw on the slant, and a touchdown. Touchdown for Arizona with 50 seconds to go in the first half. Second down and in to Tony Ellison. Ellison makes the catch, and the Wildcats take the lead, 9-7 to seven with a PAT pending. Second receiver in. He just runs straight up the field. Uh, the safety wasn't able to get over there quick enough to help out. Uh, the other safety allowed him to be free as he ran down the middle of the field. PAT from Lucas Havrasek. Forthcoming. Tough and good. And 10-7. Arizona takes the three-point lead. 50 seconds to go till halftime. Nine plays, 77-yard drive, 229 off the clock. So a BYU defense that had been very stout for most of the first half had its least stout moments in the final two minutes of the first half. And Arizona takes a lead. That's unfortunate. And pass interference was not an infraction that bedeviled BYU last year. In fact, would you believe, Mark, if I said that last year, the entire season, 13 games. 13 games. BYU had four defensive PIs for the season. Wow. Four in a 13-game season, two here in the first half of this game, and they were big ones. And this most recent one was a key part of what allowed Arizona to get downfield. And then confusion on this touchdown throw where the, the secondary was not in position to be able to make a play on... Um, pretty simple route of a re second receiver in running straight into the end zone. So the Wildcats playing well, but it mattered most here in the first half. Their final offensive possession of the first half, taking a lead 10-7. Kickoff. This one doesn't look like the other ones. In fact, it goes out of bounds. So BYU will get a field position nudge here for their final possession of half number one. We'll see what Coach Grimes and the O decide to do with a few extra yards at their disposal. So 35-yard line, first down and 10 for BYU, down 10 to 7. And again, a couple simple little things, but it really came down to just uh, Kick off out of bounds. a couple of running plays. The ball be placed at the 35-yard line, first down, BYU. Yeah, there were the inability to convert that uh, gave Arizona the ball back late in the first half, and I think that Coach Grimes and Pugh figured their guys would get the yards they needed on those two plays they called. Didn't work out that way. Mangum to shotgun. Lopini Katoa gets his first snap as a Cougar. 
as they motion Hifo. Give it to Aleva on fly sweep. Aleva is tackled after a gain of three running from right to left across the formation. Colin Schooler the tackle for Arizona. So second down seven. Clock running to 44 seconds. BYU takes timeout. That was a one timeout left for BYU. I beg your pardon. One yes, one left for BYU and one for Arizona as well. I don't think they... Why is the clock... BYU called timeout was the signal. At least they th I thought they called a 30-second timeout oh. for BYU. So they're staying out on the field. Clock stopped at 44. And they've taken a timeout away from BYU, so both teams with one. Kifo out, out back, in. And again, Lopini Katoa. Former American Fork High School product and an Oregon State commit. Remains in the game as the second back in the I-backs with Albacri. Second and six BYU from the 39 of the Cougars. Mangum. Near side complete to Albacri. Albacri <laughs> drives to the line. Well done. As Braden Albacri was stopped right at the near sideline, about two or three yards short, and was immediately held up and then drove that guy back to the marker to move the chains. That guy said, holy cow, this guy is up bundle of muscle right here that I just ran into. Yeah. First and 10 BYU at the 45. So a chance to get into scoring position and with a guy like Skylar Salmon Whoa. on the roster. He started the clock. He was out of bounds. Mangum and shotgun. First and 10 at the 45 yard line. Trips left for BYU. Mangum Splits through two defenders, running to the right, and throws underneath and too short for the intended receiver, Matt Bushman. And that's interesting because we haven't called Matt Bushman's name yet yeah. tonight. And that's the first look to Matt, and it was just thrown short on a skip, and Bushman was open. And that would have put BYU in possibly long field goal territory for Southam. Yeah, I think so too, Greggy, because he's going to catch it and run uh, at least 8 to 10 yards and go out of bounds to stop the clock again. That would have been the play that they needed to get that field goal to tie it at half. Or probably have another two plays to try and get in the end zone. Now it's down to 19 seconds in a second and 10 at the BYU 45. Ball didn't get to Bushman. Mangum in the gun. Katoa to his right hip. Blitzing are the Wildcats. Tanner steps up. Fires. Almost intercepted. Should have been picked. It was too far in front of Aleva Hifo. And Lorenzo Burns had that ball. That should have been an interception for Arizona. Now then again, it would have been a hard play because Hifo had his hands near it, but it did get to Burns. Couldn't haul it in. Yeah, I think it goes to incompletion. Hifo might be credited for making sure that didn't become a pick. And I think uh, on that throw, I really think that uh, Tanner thought Hifo was going to continue to the middle of the field. Steady set up. Mangum 6 for 13, 17 yards. 1 for 4 of the Cougars on third downs. Third and 10 from the BYU 45. 13 seconds to go. And BYU plays it more or less conservatively with Katoa. And on the run on third and ten, he got six or seven. And that will do it. The clock will not be stopped. The half is over. So, zeroes on the clock, and Arizona takes a lead to the locker room. BYU's offense, just okay. BYU's defense, pretty good until the very, very end of the first half when the Wildcats softened him up, got into the end zone for six, turned into seven, and ten to seven is our halftime score. Arizona 10 and BYU 7 at the intermission. Mangum, 6 for 13, 72 yards. Leading rusher is Canada with 9 for 35. Khalil Tate goes 11 for 20. 
for 120, 128 yards. And Gary Brightwell, 29 rushing yards to lead for Arizona. Down to Mitchell Jurgens, the coach. Coach, feels great to be back on the field. What was your assessment of the first half? Well, we got to get out third downs on defense, and um, quarterbacks buying time by you know just running around and scrambling. So you need to be able to keep them bottled up. Um, third down and fourth downs on that last drive that was a killer. So we'll go back and look at it and see what we can do differently on defense. Offensively, I think we're owning the line of scrimmage. We're just not got nothing to show for it right now. So. Uh, we'll go back and then uh, see what, what our, our strengths were, what we think we can do in the second half. Feel good about the guys' effort. We just got to keep playing. Down just three points. What's the message to the team at halftime? Hey, just keep playing. We're good. We're in a good position. This is our. We're, we're going to be a second-half team. That's what we worked hard for. So I'm, I'm really excited to see these guys in the next 30 minutes of football. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. All right, that is Kalani Satake with Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. We'll have a halftime recap next. Arizona 10, BYU 7. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.